This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. And every week, I, producer Jane Neal, jump in the studio with Craig Hutchison and Damien Barrett. We make some statements and the boys rate them or Hutchie passes as is his prerogative. We've had a bit of commentary on, on that. <laughs> <laughs> Auditioning for a job in the in the main body and now we're giving you a driveway. Getting square. All right, yeah. this one via yeah. Andrew V on email. The AFL need to mandate requirements for TV broadcasters to be live in venue. The recent Frio North Melbourne clash and the controversial finish exposed the studio commentator's lack of vision of the incident and it's doing viewers a disservice. Jane, you know my answer to that before I even say 10. 10. Two. Recent research has seen companies involved in a trial of a four-day work week register gains in revenue and employee productivity. More Australian businesses need to seriously consider moving to the four-day working week model to boost their bottom line and attract better employees. Mm. (laughs) Not sure how it works in sport, which is a a seven-day-a-week business. One. Five. <laughs> uh, this one's suggested by James via Twitter. After watching the Dawn of the Dolphins documentary on Stan and seeing the success of the team, it could be argued that the AFL have made a mistake by not using an existing local club like the Redcliffe Dolphins for their expansion sides. Two. Seven. See tips via Twitter suggesting given that the only Liberal government left in Australia is in Tasmania, it's time for a serious reset of political reporting from news outlets to a more neutral setting. Four. Seven. Essential workers and first responders like nurses, ambos and firefighters don't get paid enough to live in the suburbs that they work in in the current housing crisis. We need to explore a rental or mortgage subsidy model to ensure essential workers can actually continue to work in all parts of the country. Nine. Five. Chris via Twitter. The AFL Commission should appoint Peter Valandis as CEO. His first act as a true cutthroat businessman will be to cancel the licences of the Suns and GWS and redistribute them to Tassie and the Northern Territory. There would be a net gain of fans and over the longer term, a net gain in dollars. Zero. Zero. Sorry, Chris. Uh, There is so much talk about the critical need for vaping to be banned or more highly restricted to stop products falling into the hands of miners. It's all smoke and mirrors and there's little chance we'll see real reform anytime soon. Nine. Two. It was revealed recently that there was sensitive data breaches of participants in a skin cancer research program, but those participants only found out months later there should be mandatory reporting processes in place for any businesses or government bodies that get hacked. They shouldn't be able to keep breaches from those likely to be impacted by them. Ten. Three. Chris Whelan via Twitter suggesting the AFL should invest money into the development of the AFL video game to help create a better product and bring in interest from younger audiences. FIFA's NBA 2K and Madden NFL video games have been integral in those sports, gaining a huge following in Australia. Three, nine. Politicians have no obligation to inform the media about their international travel plans. They should be able to meet with foreign counterparts without the gaze of reporters. Hmm. Four. One. Great question. It's a, it's a good question because we couldn't answer it without explaining it, which I'll attempt to do now. 
they love the reporters being there when it suits them and then they want to block them out when it's not suiting them, as in Daniel Andrews and his China trip. That's why I gave that one. Um, I'm not across the – like I may have once been about the uh, the video product of the AFL, Hutchie, so I'll get you to explain that when you get your chance. I, I love the um, the need to reveal to the participants the, the data breaches at that point in time, not after the event. I think it's very important. Vaping is close to being out of control from what I can tell through my vantage point. And, and to Jane's point, there's not any great chance of great reform quickly, if at all. Um, look, I'm not massive on the Suns and GWS, but they're too far advanced, the AFL, to, to f- pull back on those projects now. And they're just going to keep pumping more money in. So that's why I gave that one a zero. Uh, just another couple of quick assessments. Um, yeah, everyone knows my views on TV-wise. Commentators needing to be in stadium. At stadium. Well, you're the man to make it happen, Damo. No, I'm not. I've got nothing to do with it, Jane. <laughs> I just the, have a, had a strong opinion on it. I believe in accountability for politicians, but not blind accountability. Uh, video games are essential to grow the game. The data and the government and business, this question just felt very heavy handed. So I <laughs> I, I have some empathy it's for. A heavy topic, Hachi. Yeah. Like if you. I have I have a great belief that there is some very good regulatory rules going in in the cyberspace around this stuff. Do you? Yep. I don't. And I think you know there's there's a balance, isn't there, between making things even more available to people than were first otherwise intended. But if you give up your information on the proviso of confidentiality and and trying to help a greater cause yep. with that information, I reckon you're entitled to be told that your information is now out there. If needed, yep. at, at that point, no, I, I, I accept that argument too. I was just talking about the kind of the way the the question was framed, which is how I always revert. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I think vaping will become a very easy political uh, topic because it, most parents will agree with it, and so I do think there'll be action. So I gave it a two. Peter Lands, that was just a poor question, Chris. Let's be fair. Um, <laughs> nurse Nurse Sambos, and I know Jane wants to subsidise everything in the world, but that's not how it works sometimes. Um, Jane's a big believer in subsidies. Let's just subsidise it. Some of these essential workers are travelling two and a half hours a day just to get into I, the leafy I, suburbs. I, I, I get that, and I believe in better for them. I'm just not a believer wow. that the world needs to be subsidised in everything that it ever does. Wow. No, but the whole, and, and this is another issue, which is way out of our zone, but um, the just, whole just pay them all, rental accommodation topic, Hutchie. It doesn't have to be a subsidy. Just pay them more. Um, Do you know anyone trying to get a house at the moment just, just to rent? Tricky. Yep. Oh, you feel for those people. And then the Dawn of the Dolphins. Anywhere in the country. I think the Dawn of the Dolphins has shown that maybe Southport might have been a better or a stronger alignment for the Gold Coast Suns initially than... But that would have disenfranchised the rest of the Gold Coast. Well, who's left to disenfranchise? It's not like there was 15 other war chess clubs that are like, oh, we're not going to a game if Southport are involved. So I think it would have been... I like what the Dolphins have done. They've taken the They hit. tried to. They tried to, Southport. They've had the history of Redcliffe. But they really rebadged themselves as a fresh franchise in the Dolphins, and I think that's been a smart move. And that was the Sounding Board scorecard, Jane. For drinkwise, send us your suggestions. The Sounding Board at sen.com.au. Thanks for listening to the Sounding Board podcast with Hutchie and Damo for Drinkwise. Make sure you find us on Facebook and Twitter at Sounding Board EP. Hit the sign up button on Facebook to receive our weekly email and subscribe to, rate, and review the show wherever you listen to podcasts.